Chapter 15, Racing in the Rain. In an earlier chapter, I said that if there was one word to describe lean health, it would be Ferrari. The Ferrari is the international symbol for high performance and quality, but I have to admit, I'm a Porsche guy. I have a special affinity for Porsches because the Toyota production system, aka Lean, was utilized in the year 2000 to turn the company around. By using Lean in its manufacturing processes, Porsche improved so much It became one of the best car manufacturers in the world. Another reason why I like Porsches so much is that I've spent many hours learning how to drive them. About five years ago, a German friend of mine who was really into racing Porsches invited me to attend the Porsche Sport Driving School with him in Birmingham, Alabama. At that time, I had no interest in racing cars. I wasn't a car guy. I was a plane guy, a pilot who got his kicks at 27,000 feet and 300 miles an hour. But I thought, what the heck? I might as well learn something new. So I traveled to Birmingham for a three-day course to learn how to race high-performance cars. Porsche Sport Driving School is not just a bunch of middle-aged men going out there to run cars into the ground without a clue of what they're doing. Drivers receive intensive training on exactly what each car does and how it does it, with the express goal of teaching you how to fully enjoy the machine. There is a lot to enjoy. If you are like I was and have never sat behind the wheel of a true high-performance car, the power, the control, the handling are hard to believe. After a few minutes behind the wheel, I went from being a guy that didn't think much about cars to someone who loved driving high-performance cars. The whole time I was racing on the track, I was thinking to myself, how do these engineers pull this off? I never believed you could drive a car well over 100 miles an hour, taking it into a corner and having it stick to the road like glue. I did not understand how you could rev the engine to over 6,000 RPMs and the car would just keep hammering down. I remember one of the instructors telling me, you don't have to worry about hurting these things. They are designed to be driven to the limit. They are so well engineered that all we do is change the oil and put tires on them. I thought to myself, he must be wrong and that we were abusing those cars by riding them so hard. Not to worry, he said, they're designed to do this. All the instructors were professional race car drivers from around the world who came to Birmingham to teach at the school. My particular instructor was Brazilian and he looked like Fabio. He was a good looking guy, about six foot four, and wow, did he know how to drive. He told us when he left Atlanta for Birmingham that morning for the two hour drive, it was raining really hard and he was driving his Porsche 911, traveling well in excess of 80 miles an hour, and was obviously annoyed by how slow the drivers around him were going. I don't know why people freeze up when it starts to rain, he said. You can drive just fine. You just need to know how to do it. I thought, easy for him to say being a professional race car driver, but I would learn later that afternoon he was right. One of the many disciplines I learned at Porsche Driving School was racing in the rain, where they flood the entire race course with an inch or two of water before you drive on it. Then the instructors pull out their stopwatch and say, go race the course. As you can imagine, you can't race the normal way in these conditions. You have to feel the car like you've never felt the car before. You have to understand exactly when the wheels are about to lose contact with the track and how and when to ease off the gas or the brake. As you go into the corner, you have to know exactly how much momentum to carry and exactly when to stop and start braking. 
After a couple hours, I was getting pretty good at racing in the rain, and I understood why my instructor thought people didn't need to slow down so much when it rained. If you know how to drive in these conditions, you can manage very well. My training paid off in a way I never could have imagined. About six months after returning from my third trip to the driving school, yes, I became a little addicted to it, even though I wasn't a car guy, I was driving down the road at 8 o'clock in the morning with my son and another colleague in my Lexus LX470, a big SUV. It was winter and there was black ice on the freeway, though I didn't see it. I had just left Bellingham and I was going about 70 miles an hour when I came around the corner and there was quite a bit of shade. As I rounded the corner, a 14-car pileup, including a big fire engine, blocked the road in front of me. I tapped the brakes and my car went into a full 360-degree spin. The car in the fast lane next to me did the same thing. It was not a pretty picture. Two cars moving 70 miles an hour down the road, spinning side-by-side, approaching a 14-car pileup. It seemed like somebody was going to get killed, but then all my training kicked in. I didn't even have to think about what I was doing. I tapped my brakes again and I put in a small steering correction, which stopped my spinning for just a split second just enough to get by two cars crashed into each other in the middle of the road. I was not out of the woods yet. The car next to me collided with a car in the middle of the road, and I was headed right for several cars that were crashed into each other. A quick tap-tap on the brakes to reposition my car allowed us to miss another three-car pileup and the fire truck. A third tap of the brakes, and we missed another car. Then another one. Finally, one last tap put me gently into the divider where we came to a rest without hitting anyone. It all happened in the blink of an eye. My friend Mark Urban sitting next to me looked at me and said, how the hell did you do that? The answer is I was fully attuned to the performance characteristics of the vehicle. I fully understood the car that I was driving and I understood how to operate it at a very high level. Having good technology helped too, which reminds me of a good health lesson. When you have a car like a Porsche or a Lexus that is beautifully engineered and designed for high performance, you can really do some amazing things. A year after starting my new health regime, that's the way I look at my body. I don't carry much fat at all. Before, when I carried a lot of weight, everything was a big mosh pit. I put stuff into my mouth and I didn't know what was happening to my body. Now I'm pretty much stripped down to a lean machine. I feel everything I put into my body, every piece of food that goes into it. I literally feel and register the results of it. When I reflect on this now, I think how I wasted so many years with dulled down senses. Having a body that carries a lot of excess fat is like having a Porsche, but then strapping on saddlebags all over it, mounting a roof rack on top and bashing the front fenders in so the aerodynamics are gone, and then saying, hey, this is a wonderful sports car. A performance car is not intended to run like that, but that's exactly the way most of us run and manage our bodies. Do you think I'm wrong? Start observing people's health the next time you walk into a Starbucks, the next time you walk into a grocery store or a movie theater. Look at what people are doing to themselves. The place I notice this the most is when I go to Costco. I'm standing there in the line. I'm scanning up and down the aisles, looking at all the overweight people. Then I observe what's in their cart, and it all makes perfect sense. I see piles and piles of processed food. In contrast, now my cart is full of fruits and vegetables, 
and a piece of fish. And the checkers frequently seem surprised by how healthy I eat. There are no mysteries here. Today, I feel like I'm in tune with my health. I'm in tune with my body. It's almost hard to comprehend how integral my health is to my psychology and everything about me. I enjoy my health completely. I enjoy my body completely. I marvel at it because I know it was fearfully and wonderfully made. No different than when I look at my portion, I say, wow, what a machine. Our bodies are intended for a lot more performance than most of us have ever understood. I spent a lot of years in a dulled down, high performance machine only going 30 miles an hour when I could have been pulling two G's at 100 miles an hour. I did not respect the high-performance racing machine I had been given. Recently, I was talking to a friend of mine, Ty Lane, about lean health and about his own journey. Ty is doing the same thing that I am, and he was a little frustrated because he had plateaued and really hadn't lost the weight he wanted. I said, Ty, once you figure this out, it's going to be really simple. Here's the best analogy I can give you. Just walk into the grocery store and look around. Most everything you see is packaged. There is one section for the fruits and vegetables and a portion of the meat department where the fish and chicken are. That's the good stuff. The rest of it's all there to undermine you. If you can strip away all the other stuff and focus on where the health value is added, you're going to understand your high-performance vehicle like you've never understood it before. Just like a Porsche or a Ferrari, your body was made for high performance from day one. Few people who buy Porsches modify them because they are ready when they come out of the factory. They just need the proper fuel and oil and tires to keep them running. Similarly, your body needs the right food, exercise, and rest to keep it in shape. Stop tinkering with it by adding a bunch of accessories, processed food, and other junk to it. Start treating it like it's a purebred. Give it what it needs, and you too will be ready to race in the rain. I'm going to go off script here for a minute. What I've learned is that when you have a high-performance car, like I have a high-performance car, you can feel every part of the car and how it performs. But again, when you treat your body disrespectfully and you put all this stuff into it, you really don't feel your body and the capacity that it has to perform. Now, when I eat things, I know everything everything that's happening. I actually enjoy the sensation of how the food is nourishing me because I'm in such close contact with my body because I'm not putting all the garbage in it that makes me feel terrible half the time of my life. It is really a powerful concept and I would never go back to the old way because I love the fact that I can feel the fine-tunedness the precision engineering of my amazing body, just like when I'm driving my Porsche. Chapter 15, you don't know your body. And when you do, you will marvel at the high performance machine you have been given.